Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this week's episode, which is something different. So keep listening to find out what I have got on my to be read pile. Welcome back. I'm your host, Steph Clark, and each week I share with you the three big ideas from the best non-fiction books that I've been reading and doing the reading so you don't have to. However, this week, look, I'm going to be honest, I'm about to go away for a week, heading off to South Korea. I'm very much looking forward to it. Somewhere I have been before, but hadn't, well, I wasn't able to spend that much time last time when I went for work. So I'm heading there for a week to do a bit more exploring, a bit of sightseeing, a bit of culture, a bit of maybe a bit of shopping, a lot of food. So yeah what I'm doing. So I thought I would do a little bit of a different episode this week and share some of the things that I am looking forward to reading over the next few weeks and months. I have got an absolutely overflowing TBR or to be read pile on my Kindle, on my bookshelves and it's getting a little bit out of, a, out of control. I'm going to be uh, going to be honest and lots of books I really want to read. So I'm trying to like get through books as quickly as I can so that I can tell you about them but also so I can get on to the next ones because there is a stack. I think I guess it is that kind of end of the year time when new ones are coming out pretty quickly as well. Anyway, so I'm going to tell you about eight different books, most of which are quite new ones. Not all of them, though. Some of them are just new to me, but ones that I am looking forward to getting into over the next few weeks and months. If you like things like this, you might also like my bookmark newsletter, which comes out every couple of weeks on a Tuesday. If you are interested in that, hop over to the show notes. There's a link there to sign up. And that will appear in your inbox just for you, a little gift from me to you. All right, let's get into the eight books that are on my to be read pile at the moment. So the first one, in no particular order, these are just coming as I thought of them, is The Persuaders, which is by Anand Giriharadas. And Anand, if you're not aware of his work, he used to be a New York Times journalist. He's also the husband of my favourite and yours, Priya Parker. So this is actually how I came across Anand's work, was through Priya sharing some of his stuff. And I've been a subscriber to his newsletter, The Ink, for a few years now and really, really enjoy his writing and his thinking. It's very, very clever and often makes me think when I read his thinking. So his brand new book, The Persuaders, is out. Now, normally I try not to listen to podcasts with authors on books that I am interested in this I was aware of the book I'd had it on my pre-orders and yeah I often don't end up listening to podcasts before I've read the book because I find often in interviews they give quite a lot away of the book but I end up listening to the two-part episode that he did just in the last week or two with Brene Brown on her Unlocking Us podcast really really enjoyable conversation and made me even more excited to read the book because they definitely talk about the ideas from the book uh, and whilst he does share some of the examples some of the stories it sounds like there is much much more to read in the book and explore and think about and it's very much it's a sort of sociology book which I'm pretty interested in a bit of politics and lots of stories of people who are making change and how some of the things that have happened over the last few years and this is particularly from an American lens has really changed how we interact with each other but also how we've stopped we've kind of given up on trying to change each other's minds or persuade each other and that's really dangerous is is the argument that Anand's making so really looking forward to reading that and I think that's super relevant yes it's probably more heightened in the US at the moment but I think we are kidding ourselves if we think that in other parts of the world that that is not infiltrating and influencing how we interact with each other. So that is a book I'm looking forward to reading and getting into. So it's called The Persuaders and you can find the details for all of these books, the titles and the authors in the show notes. 
The second book is one I've actually already started, so slightly cheating, but one that I was really looking forward to is called Idea Flow by Jeremy Utley and Perry Claiborne. Jeremy Utley is someone I follow on LinkedIn and always really enjoy his posts very much around innovation, creativity, human-centered design, design thinking, that type of stuff. He is a teacher at the Stanford D School. It's all around building the muscle of ideas so that they flow on a regular basis and how that's really our currency. Now, I'm going to be honest, I have started the book. I'm probably only about maybe 10% of the way through. I'm not loving it so far. I'm I'm going to keep going, but it feels pretty same, same to a lot of other creativity and innovation type books. So I'm hoping it turns a corner and it's just kind of getting some of the basic stuff out of the way first, but I'm hoping, yes, I'm hoping that one gets better, but I have started this one and yeah, the jury is still out, should we say. So that one's called Idea Flow by Jeremy Utley and Perry Claiborne. The third book I'm looking forward to reading, there's actually, there's loads of books on here, about four of the books I'm going to be talking about are ones that are collaboration books. So by a couple of authors, so the one I just talked about, Idea Flow was. The next one is also a collaboration book. So it's called The Prepared Leader by Erica James and Lynn Perry Wooten. It's all about how to be ready and resilient for the next shock and their own experiences, Erica and Lynn's experiences leading through the pandemic, but also not just the pandemic, but Erica... If you're not familiar with her, she is the dean of the Wharton Business School and was the first woman and first person of colour to be appointed dean of Wharton in 2020. She took over at a time where race relations were at an all-time low in terms of the things that are again happening in the US. And obviously we were in the middle of a pandemic and lots of issues there. So it's their experience in from their respective roles during that time but also about arming leaders to be ready and resilient for the next thing because this is certainly not the only shock we are going to be going through and need to be able to lead through. So that's called The Prepared Leader by Erica James and Lynn Perry Wooten. The fourth book is Humanocracy by Gary Hemel and Michelle Zanini. It's all about a new approach to work. It's this human idea of a humanized democracy and the the word humanocracy has kind of been coined and is used quite a lot in the self-managed work that kind of new way of working field and sphere i learned about this book you in the great book that i read earlier this year one of my favorites of the year which was brave new work by aaron dignan and they talk about it a lot on the podcast as well i've then also listened to a couple of interviews mostly with michelle zanini who's one of the the co-authors here Uh, and it's really about this new approach to work but also living in this more human-centered approach ways that maybe challenge some of the structures we've got and ways of working and living at the moment. So it's the fourth book, Humanocracy, by Gary Hemel and Michelle Zanini. The fifth book is one I learned about just this week when I was at the No BS conference and watched the great talk by Alex Antolino, who used to be at Video Ask and at Typeform as one of the lead designers there. And he is a content creator and talks a lot about content and what the future of that is. He recommended this book called The Age of Surveillance Capitalism by Shoshana Zuboff. It's as the probably the title gives away. It's all about the impact of companies like Facebook and Google. It was written in 2018, but apparently it's still very, very relevant, especially if you, well, I suppose if you're doing many, anything, if you exist in a world where you are subject to the surveillance capitalism, but also if you are operating in that world from a content perspective or just being a person who op- you know, operates online or lives online or does other things online. This is something we should all be aware of and the sort of ethics side, but also the social side as well. 
I had a quick look at the reviews. I ordered this the other day. Apparently it is a pretty long book, which I'm like, oh God, I don't know if I've got the energy to to get into that one this year. But apparently it's just fantastic. Lots of really, really good reviews in that one. So I'm really looking forward to getting that. And Shoshana is a Harvard professor as well who who speaks and, and teaches on this type of topic. So that's The Age of Surveillance Capitalism by Shoshana Zuboff. Now, those ones have all downloaded digitally on my Kindle. The book that I have got in in 3D version for reading is Big Feelings by Liz and Molly, or Liz Fossley and Molly West Duffy. You may recognise those names off of the internet if you've seen their pretty and witty and real illustrations that they do of generally work-related topics and mindset-related topics that they share on the socials, a nice little sort of blue grid that you might have seen. And the book is all about being okay when things are not okay or when you're not feeling okay. So it's about emotions, about feelings, about using those in a sensible way and being sort of self-aware and able to, yeah, understand our own feelings and that of others as well. It's a really pretty book and I don't mean that in that it's got style over substance. I have started flicking through this one and I'm already really interested in some of the things I've been reading in it. So I'm looking forward to getting further into that book over the next few weeks or so. So that's Big Feelings by Liz and Molly or Liz Fossley and and Molly West Duffy. And then the final book, which again is a 3D book. And I I will talk to you about an audio book as well in a moment. But the final book book that I am reading also in 3D, which I am determined to finish this year and long-time listeners will know that this has been a challenge for me, is Sapiens. Yes, Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari. It's a book that is very, very talked about. I did start reading it about four years ago, maybe three and a half years ago, if I'm being kind to myself, and never finished, even though it's fantastic. It's such a good book. It's so interesting. It's all about the history of humankind, how we've got to where we are today, and very much the kind of the looking back bit. His other books, Homodeus, is about the kind of looking forward part, and then 21 Lessons for the 21st Century is a bit of a combination of those things, but more future looking. I really want to finish Sapiens because it's been like an albatross to me and it's really stupid because it's just because it's long and also I've only got it in hard copy so I keep not picking it up or picking it back up so I I don't know how I didn't finish it in all the lockdowns we had here in the last couple of years but I didn't so this is on my to finish by 2022 see see the year out having finished Sapiens so that's the other book on my list. And then finally, on my listening list, the book that I have also started actually is Faith, Hope and Carnage, the audiobook by Nick Cave and Sean O'Hagan. If you are already a subscriber to my bookmark newsletter, you know that I'm a big Nick Cave fan. And so I was super excited to see this book come out, which is very much kind of conversations with Nick uh, that Sean is hosting. It's about, they took, I think they had about 40 hours of conversations all about, about life, about faith, about hope, about music, about art, about creativity, and all the, I suppose, the messiness that comes with that as, as Nick uh, absolutely has experienced in, in recent years, but also through other parts of his life as well. So I'm really enjoying that so far. It's a, definitely a big kind of philosophical type listen, but really enjoyable. It's a interesting format as well because it is it is recorded as an interview it's questions and conversation and then there's little nuggets of music through there as well which is really beautiful and something I'm enjoying so that is another one that I'm part way through Faith Hope and Carnage by Nick Cave and Sean O'Hagan so we're going there's eight books that are on my to be read pile at the moment there's also a heap more but these are the ones that I'm definitely prioritizing 
to read or listen to over the next few months. Probably might not get through all of them by the end of the year. I'm okay with that. So some of them will go into my early 2023 reading list, which is, is good. I'm taking a month off as I often do over the kind of Christmas, New Year time and looking forward to yeah dedicating that to some reading, including many of these books. I'd love to know what you're reading or what you're going to be reading over the summer or winter, depending on which hemisphere you are in. You can get in touch using LinkedIn, Steph Clark. Clark has got an E on the end and Steph has a PH. Please don't get that wrong. And you can also find me on Instagram at Steph's Biz Bookshelf for book chats and book sharing. Drop me notes and let's talk books. But otherwise, until next time, happy reading.